Welcome to Let's Chit Chat Sis, I'm your girl Kimmy, and this week's episode is about that slap, Will Smith and Chris Rock. So join us on the porch as we discuss what we think happened. Hey ladies and gentlemen, we got a full house tonight. How is everybody doing? <laughs> good. Oh, good. good. Ready for this. This is going to be a good one. And on the porch with us today is Pepper and James. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Glad to be here. We are glad What's to up, have Pepper you. And James. I know That's they names. Name. They names. Name. I know they names just sound hot. Besides, I mean, James. <laughs> <laughs> Pepper and yeah, y'all James. Look like, y- y'all look like your names. I know. Hey. Pepper and James. I think. <laughs> so, you know, everybody is on the porch for this hot topic. And I just named, you know, I'll probably name it something else once I drop it, but I just thought that I would name this topic. Um, I felt that slap. Woo. Um, so it's about, of course, Will Smith and um, Chris Rock. And I'll just tell you guys before, everybody goes around and start um, saying how this just knocked them off their feet. I was looking at um, the Oscars. I'm going to be honest. I hardly ever look at the Oscars. And it was just like one of this, okay, well, I'm looking at the Oscars and my cat was just doing something crazy, wanting a, a treat. And I just, something said, stop. Because I was in front of the dead in front of my TV. And when I saw Will, um, I, I mean, I heard the joke and everything because I didn't think too much of the joke. I'm That's just my opinion. I didn't think too much of the joke. But when I saw Will walking up on the stage, that's when I was like, What's going to happen here? Is this a stunt? You know, and one of those open hand slaps, I was like, whoa, something's wrong with the TV because it looked like the TV jumped. Didn't it move to another segment or something? That's the time delay. Yeah. So it, it I was just like, what? Down. Yeah. I said, yeah. Whoa, what he was telling him yes. he came, but they were blinking it. So there's a seven. And then what happened was right after it happened and someone realized what was happening, they just made everything blank and it just said the Oscars ABC. Yeah. For like so you, 10, you, you're talking after minutes. the fact. No, no, I'm doing it. I mean, I saw it I was live. Watching it too. And I was like, cause right, I ahead. saw the jump and I was like, how did Will get back to his seat? Like, I mean, and maybe it was that the network. I saw him walk back. Well, now, I the did cameras see. cut, the angles cut, and zoomed in on Chris Rock. Yeah, Chris but Rock said, it, "Will just slapped the shit out of me." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and and it zoomed in on Chris, and I you saw Chris. Yeah, like when he looked like this, looked mm-hmm. over there at the producers and directors. That's when you knew it was real. No, I didn't he, know it was real I until. Did. Will till Start they cursing. was Will saying, keep her name out your mouth. That's when I knew it was right. real. That's I when I knew it was, it was real. Part of I was the, like, Ooh. Part of the, 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 the whole spiel. So I was like, oh, wait a minute. And when I saw, um, what's her name? Um, the African actress. The, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, her eyes were talking. She was sitting right behind him. When I saw her face, I was like, oh, yeah, this ain't, this is not an act. This is, this is serious. So I was just like, oh, okay. 
Okay, so so that was a shock around the world. Everybody was just completely shocked. And time delays or whatever, everybody saw a different angle. Social media filled in all the blanks because then all the different, you know, um, before the memes came out, but all the different versions of the different angles came out. So it still was a shock. It was a shock. So I'm not going to give my opinion to later, but I'm going to go around because I think everybody is... um, is really breast of what's going on. So um, let's start with you, Pepper and James. What was your thought about um, this whole incident? And guess, look, here, we have no judgment here on the porch because somebody going to say something crazy as hell, probably me. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but um, everybody has a different opinion, you know, and your opinion is valuable. So let's go. What do you think? Do you want to go first? Yeah, yeah. So let me first define the scope in which I will address this. As okay. as as I don't know, um, I don't know either of their histories real well, mm-hmm. and I'm coming from a trauma informed space. Okay. And and beyond that, I can't speak to what was happening culturally. I can't speak to what their histories are. I can't speak to what their orientation to the world is and what what a slap would mean to that, to the individual who gave it versus the individual who received it. Okay. But I can say that what I saw immediately was trauma perpetuating trauma. Mm. And whether it's from childhood, whether it's from what's going on in his relationship now or what has happened in the past, um, it was definitely trauma perpetuating trauma. Good one. Yeah. That's as much as I will say on the matter. James? Um, Well, first of all, much like my wife, I I, I will agree with her assessment and take it a little further because uh, there there was a lot of trauma in play. And Mm -hmm. again, I'm looking at this through the trauma-informed lens. And that was Jada's trauma, Mm -hmm. Will's trauma, and Chris's trauma. I don't think enough has been said to be honest about Chris's trauma because he held that thing down like a G. Now, some people might disagree with the way I'm using that word, but believe me, it's a lot harder to hold back Absolutely. From, from a reaction, from a place of reaction than it is to just react. Okay. Um, and what I saw, I'm going to just break this down a touch because the, the biggest part is Will. I mean, everybody's talking about Will. Right. And Will's our homeboy, so I'm going to talk about Will, too. Um, and that is, uh, I feel like what I saw was Will was transported in a moment back to that little boy that couldn't defend his mother mm. because he was too small or too scared or whatever was going on in his little traumatized brain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll talk about this a lot more um, in, in, in the episode about trauma. But, right. uh, you know, he um, he was transported in a moment back to that that place in, in Philly where, you know, he couldn't take up for his mom. And, and, and it triggered him to the point where he had to let that go. Mm-hmm. And he let it go on. Chris Rock, because uh, the same way, I didn't know personally, maybe this is public knowledge, I don't follow the whole Hollywood scene, but I didn't know anything about her having a condition that caused her hair to fall out. Mm -hmm. She's been wearing her hair like that for a long time, you know, as long as I remember, I've seen it come and go, or, you know, she's always had a kind of close cut or whatever, so I didn't even find it terribly 
inflammatory. So, you know, that's, that was just my perspective, though. Okay. But, but I don't believe that I'm wrong about, you know, the the trauma response that Will gave. And that that's what I saw. I saw a man that was having a trauma response. I agree. CG? Um, I agree with the uh, with the trauma response. Um, I think it's more so within the context of what he's been dealing with over the past couple of years. Um, you know, Will became one of the biggest memes, you know, through the humiliation, through his his own marriage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he really hasn't, you, you know, to take off his wife's, uh, you know, to, to advance her show and everything. You know, this man was pretty much made a fucking joke. I mean, he's made a joke. Sorry for crossing me. He's made a joke yeah, in America. <laughs> um, by, by, a lot of, by a lot of people, you know, he's made a, a joke was made out of him. And I think this was a moment where it was just like. He was just tired. I think he just, I think he broke in that moment. And, you know, it's a real unfortunate thing for everybody because at the end of the day, you know, this type of snapping, I want to be real with you. This is like what Chris Rock said was akin to like, I, I would imagine like kids on a playground getting ready to fight over this. Right, like you got, right. you got comedians out here like DC Young Fly at shows called Black Women Bitches 24-7 <laughs> and you'll nobody jumping on stage to smack this man. So I just don't understand like how it just blew up so bad to where it's like, I need to smack this man on TV. And then it's like, it, it will has a lot of targets on his back. now. He's got a lot of yeah. targets on his back. Now, as a result, he just lost uh Netflix and Sony just backed away from a, from a project that he has. Um, and the whole, com- the whole community, the community comedians, they're done with them pretty much. Um, and I, I just wonder like, you know, we talk about the protection and everything. It's like, you know, where's Will's protection after this? You know, what what comes of that? And also, where's Chris Rock's protection at? Well, it's, it's there's a lot of ways to come at this, and it, it's it's just a real unfortunate thing. It's it's probably like the most. It was a disappointing night. I tell you that much. Oh, I, wow. It's it's really hard to look at Will Smith the same way. Um, I do empathize with him because I've had moments where I've blown up and projected, and you can see in his speech, he talked about like. You got to take this. You got to take that. And all I heard was you put up with all this stuff over the past couple of years and you didn't have a safe space to heal. Not that you didn't have no time to heal. You just, you just moved through it because like, if you listen to the red table talk, when he asked Jada, he's like, Jada, what did you do? She low key kind of gaslighted him and said, well, I had an entanglement. She never really gave him the space to heal. It's just like, let's just move forward. And like, I just see, I just see a broken man. That's what I see right now. All right, that's where I'm at. Chauncey, good point. Uh, the first thing I'll say is rich people problems. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> rich people problems. I don't care where they started. Right now, they in rich people problems. Rich that's people land, <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, the second thing is the whole trauma thing. If I had to dig deeper and go into it, yes, I, I would agree with what everyone is saying and, and how it's boiled and how it's just a little bit of everything. I saw the look on his wife's face when Chris made his joke. She didn't like it. She rolled her eyes. I don't think that was a signal to her husband to get up and do anything. I believe that she thought that he was just playing as well, especially with it being a slap, because if you really going to attack somebody, it would be more of a punch. And from a physicality perspective, Will would have that capability of doing that. That's my opinion. So I think that he had enough wherewithal to do a slap versus doing a punch, because that could have easily 
been a punch since he had the floor to be able to do what it was that he did. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as um, protection and who we forget about, I think that each person, um, we have sympathy for each person. And depending on what the person who is giving their opinion has been through themselves, then that will kind of tell you who they're more aligned with. I'm disappointed in everybody or women, but especially women who attack Jada and they make it her fault. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She has no control over her husband, not even through a look. However, if her husband saw that look on his face, because he laughed at first, Mm -hmm. but when he saw the look on her face, it could have been hurt after the eye roll, right? And it doesn't matter that she's been open about her alopecia journey. The fact of the matter is we oftentimes we say we're okay with it when we're really not okay with it. This is a woman who had hair down her back at one point, even though she's also worn a very short cut. And so um, Chris taking what he took, it was the best Oscars I've watched. And I usually watch them every year. Really? But it was quite a few. Yeah, really? Words. But it was quite, well. I'm a movie person. I know, right? So, Every you know what I mean? But it was quite to me. It was quite cringeworthy up until that point, because every comedian that hosts or multi-host or whatever going to try and outdo the one who hosted before. So they always got these little mean parts to it or whatever. Me personally, I thought that they all had some sort of friendship because Jada and Will had a TV show that Chris's brother was a part of, Tony Rock. He was on their show. So I'm kind of like, you all still kind of sort of travel in the same circle. So there may be things behind the scenes that we're not even aware of. And Chris has made Jada a target before. So when you couple all of that in together, there are just so many things. And I will say, even though he's been a me, I feel like we've elevated him over the situation when Jada in their marriage, when I think it was equal footing, whatever was happening, the difference between Jada and Will, in my opinion, is that the third party and Jada situation happened to talk. Mm-hmm. Whatever's been happening with Will or has happened in the past with Will, ain't nobody said nothing. Hers just came, be- not because she ch- she chose to share it, but because the other person chose to live their truth, she now had to deal with it. That's the ramifications. Because if you don't what's do that's so called? Evil, what's that called? An entanglement? <laughs> no, yeah, it's called um, something yeah, else. I, it's called so I, something I, I was, else. I was, I was, it's called something else, but I won't say it because y'all will be like, Kim is crazy as hell. <laughs> Your turn. Right. You know, the only way to have a secret is for you to be the only one that know. If a man is telling on if a man is telling is telling is telling dick tales, mm-hmm. you know, you gotta think a little you gotta think a little bit about that dude. So, you know, um, go ahead, Jay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, everybody's made some really good points. And uh, what Pepper was saying, I I 100% agree. Trauma, perpetuating trauma. Mm -hmm. See, you know, when I looked at it, I watched it live, and I was like, everybody else, completely stunned that that (laughs) has happened. And live, he said it. Keep your my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth. They were like, oh damn, we didn't get a chance to bleep that, you know. Um, 
But here's the thing. Chris Rock was already and has been in counseling and therapy for being bullied, being mm-hmm. picked on, being robbed, being jumped on. And, you know, for you as a comedian to walk out there, because you have this time slot. They're telling you you're going to do this presentation. So you have the opportunity to create a monologue for your time slot. You know, this is where they allow you to be who you are and do your thing. So you create this joke about Jada that you want to go out here. And even when he said it, he knew right away it was a horrible joke. Friends because were, he even tried to say, oh, it ain't that bad. He's like, yeah. oh, I ain't that bad. <laughs> but here you are, as what Pepper said, you're perpetuating this. And there's already a history now because he's already made fun of her publicly before. Okay. So this is the first thing that went out of control is now created this trigger. It's now created this trigger. And then, uh, you know, Will is, as you said too, James, I love that, transported back now that this trigger happened to a time where he couldn't do anything that's bothered him. And, you know, because of the narrative and the, 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 the stigma of mental health awareness, in particular the black community, he never, as you said, CG, getting space to heal never really want to talk about healing. You know, even though mental health is now becoming more in the forefront, it's still uh, a stigma that we need to destigmatize so that folks can start getting some help. So, and then he took on this role. He took on this role that he won an Academy for. As y'all know, those actors, they're really good at what they do because it becomes so believable that right. they embody every emotion that that person was going through. So he Remember, went, yeah, 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 he if went through all of that. Did anybody right. watch King Richard? Yeah, his body yeah. language. I loved it. I loved it. Wait a minute, but remember, yeah. Richard Williams' character in the movie kept getting jumped and beat up. A lot. Yes. So, so he had to endure it. So, <laughs> so I understand, and I don't even really, I, I think it had something to do with Jada's reaction, but I think he processed it. It was a delayed reaction with him processing it, you know, right. and, and then a couple that with the fact that you know it did bother her but here's the thing like chris you're a comedian man you're a millionaire you get paid to make all kind of jokes this is what you're doing one you shouldn't be up there uh, uh making jokes against women like that point blank period but two you're gonna take a shot at my wife right in front of me i'm on the front row i'm here nominated you know i'm nominated i'm sitting here nominated you're gonna take a shot at my wife like that so i, I get all that emotion and in that minute y'all know it's a thin line between saturday and insanity right you know um, and there have been a joke so I can't, in the so, evening. Right. So I can't say because I've learned that in that moment when something means so much to you, you know, and that, you know, blink of an eye, that that trigger. And as you say, you're quickly transported back. It's a, outside looking in, in hindsight is always we say 2020. You can always think about what you said or do it or what it should have could have. But in that moment, understanding all that he's experiencing myself as somebody has dealt with anxiety and depression. And I learned how to holistically and go through wellness and treatment to help myself avoid triggers. Because, you know, sometimes the best medicine is prevention. I 100% empathize with him. And knowing, you know, hey, you know, when you've been in denial about this thing and you haven't been trying to, as you said, CJ, get, CG, getting space to heal. And you holding it all in and you snap. Well, I, you know, I it's going to be a huge backlash and repercussion that's going to affect Will's career. He will eventually bounce back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I believe he will. Uh, because we love him for the art and the, the talent that he got and how he's developed his skill. 
to, to be arguably a mega superstar. Right. But it's going to have an effect on him for a while. Uh, what I really hope through all out this, though, now that Chris, you know, acknowledging what he's done and will acknowledge that they come together in peace. I would actually like to see a mediation of a a professional clinical, uh, 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 maybe psychotherapist, along with, like, say, Oprah Winfrey, Will, Jada, and Chris. And they get they come to the table to bring peace and understanding and clarity. And, not you know, to put in the forefront that we're all here dealing with some, some mental illness that we have been trying to suppress and deny for too long. Mm-hmm. And this is a result of it, you know. So I hope that Will, somebody gets Will's back in that way, to wow. encourage him to see some therapy. You know, he's, he doesn't need any money or nothing like that. If they take the Oscar, I doubt they will. But, you know, at the end of the day, your peace of mind is priceless. And so this is what I hope that he can regather his footing throughout all of this. All three of them, you know. And, uh, okay, so you know. here's the caveat real quick. I do watch the Red Table Talk. My biggest concern is that Will and Jada have both had the therapist that they've been working with for years at the Red Table Talk to talk about how they have been dealing with the little boy issues, her issues, his issues. And so my concern, and maybe uh, Pepper and James could speak to that, but, you know, Kimmy, you know, after you make your point, is how you've been seeing this therapist for this amount of time. You bring her on to the Red Table Talk to help talk about how she's dealt with you and your wife and the issues that you've had. And so, and then still have that, fall into that moment. We're all human. We we do know that, but still how that moment can creep through and still be able um, to happen in the way in which it did. Well, I, well I'm going to say this. I'm going to just say this. I, You're me... not going to heal what you don't reveal. Well, I'm... And, you know, you, you have to sometimes. I've gone okay, y'all, we ain't therapists. got but so much time. I got to get my space in there too. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you do ultimately have to find someone that you can... Um, get something from that's going to help you with it, though. Okay, so okay, um, Kimmy. Okay, Kimmy. Everybody has a really valid point. Everybody, and I'll just say for myself because I've, I've talked to Chauncey, I've talked to Jay. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. You know what? Will is from Philly, and mm-hmm. Will um, actually used to be um, hanging out with me, my cousin, and you know, Will has always had this kind of persona that he was um not really like one of the tough kids you know what mm-hmm. i mean chauncey knows what i'm talking about because mm-hmm. you mean like he's soft no is, not is that, that he was soft i mean you have a you, you, clean image. you, you have a different clean. image like in, for me i i will fight anybody i will fight anybody you know what i mean i grew up like that you 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 might you might beat me but i'm gonna fight you right so most people from Philly have like this this image and this uh, image that people that don't live in Philly don't really understand. Will always had like a clean cut type of image. Him and Jazzy, porch kid. like the porch kid. So we out here off of the porch fighting, and and he he's sitting on the porch looking at us. You know what I mean? So right. one of those things. So um, when I saw this happening, I kind of thought a couple of things after. It kind of absorbed because I know everybody felt the same way. You had to absorb what was actually going on. I kind of felt like, um, like something a little bit of what you were saying, Jay. That he was getting into the role why he started to laugh. I think he just kind of did a bow face and it triggered when Jada didn't 
look hurt. She looked pissed. You know what I mean? That's two different emotions. You know, like if I'm sitting here and I'm pissed, I know my husband is really kind of a laid back type of person. He he's going to need a trigger to jump up because he know I'm going you no know, run to the forefront. You know, so he don't. You know, we don't have that kind of relationship. But I looked how she was looking, and I felt like Will was like um, trying to almost defend his honor. You see what I'm saying? Because he doesn't um, have that. You know, he has that happy-go-lucky kind of mentality, and then he has that vulnerable mentality. He never has come across as the violent type, you know what I mean, <laughs> at all. And when he was screaming out, you know what I mean, Kate, my, I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, this goes deeper, you know what I mean, that I don't think none of us will ever know because we're not Jed, um, uh, Will, we're not Jada, you know what I mean, we are neither one of them. We only see what we see because we are in the public and we are, like you say, child, this that's rich people issues right there. We don't even know. But I can tell you, Jada from Baltimore, Will from Philly, and it would be a different type of mindset. And it looked like it portrayed that night. Both of them are carrying a lot of baggage. Both of them. I think that we judge Jada because go. Jada is um, openly, openly telling she has... Um, a variety of things that she likes to do. And if you don't like that, she don't care if you don't like that. Will has not come across like that. Will comes across now as the victim because he looks like he's letting Jada just run amok on his ass. You know what I mean? Screwing everybody she chooses to. She can't get herself together. And that's what we perceive her to be. But I kind of think, because I had a conversation with Chauncey, but I think it's broader than that. You know what I mean? Nobody's talking about who's Will screwing because it was an article out about him being sex addicted. You know, you're not sex addicted with one ass. You know what I mean? That's kind of like, you know, we, we got a variety of assets on the menu. Which one are we going to choose today? You know what I mean? So, um, I think we have what to like, menu? You, the menu that, you know, if we, we if you want the light hole, the black hole, the whatever hole, you got it. It's on that menu. Yeah. They can take that. You you see what I'm saying? He got it. He's in the rich world. A, uh, a lack of ass is not, is not, not the issue. You know what I mean? It's just that. Some people know to keep their mouth quiet, and some people don't. You know what I mean? Some people put you out there, and what's per what's perception is somebody in reality. They look at it and say, okay, yeah, all right. That's how they do it. You know what I mean? They got that open marriage. They got this going on, that going on. That's Jada. She punking him. And y'all know everybody in here is thinking Jada is punking Will. You know what I mean? I don't think that. I, I, don't yeah, think I never that. thought that. Yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, I don't never know who's about it. I do. I do. Okay. I think Will is completely emasculated. Um, and yeah. you know, I know I know the whole talk about like, okay, one side is open and for the public to view versus the other side is, you know, private. But mm -hmm. don't you think that has an effect on like how quickly you can heal when you're yeah. dealing with the pressure of like everybody watching you and watching you struggle through something and they're yeah. making jokes about your stuff? Absolutely. Whereas the other side has has that privacy and that space to be like, okay, you know, I can fall back and not have to worry about, you know, addressing all these things. Right now, Will has a lot of fires to put out. Jada never really had to do that. Even even if their marriage was, you know, whatever is going out, she's never had to put out these fires in the press and all this stuff, doing all these press runs and stuff. So there's a lot more pressure on. I think there's a lot more pressure when you have all these eyes on your stuff and you're trying to heal in the public versus in the private. Right. I don't think it's right. the same thing. Exactly. Their lives are every day in the public. You're right, CG. You don't have that. Everybody's sitting in bushes and trees waiting to see you, <laughs> you go. And, and so they can scrutinize your every move and say, oh, you're not trying to get better. 
you know, or you're doing this or you're doing that. So you're absolutely right. So it is very, very hard. But it is definitely something that I hope, you know, moving forward that they can come together and address. Um, they, they showed a picture of them years ago hugging. And and you're right, uh, Chauncey, there are, you know, it's a small world in the entertainment business. You know, those guys have been in each other's circles plenty of times and they're going to be in each other's circles again. And so this stuff, you know, it needs to be squashed. It happened publicly, so we need to heal publicly, okay? Mm -hmm. And it needs to be squashed so that we can understand that uh, what our next generation and the generation after that one is seeing that we can come together and heal. We can come together and love and resolve. We can come to have clarity and peace to some degree. This is what I'm hoping now that you done smacked the hell out of them. And Chris, my advice for you, Pick on somebody as you can kick next time. Didn't you see Bad Boys? Didn't you see all the movies? You know you can kick Will ass. Yeah, so, I had to disagree you know, with you there, why, man, would you, why, would you, why would you do that? What'd you say, CG? But a slap ain't the same ain't, ain't the same thing as fighting somebody like straight up a slap. Yeah. A slap yeah. will get you killed out in these streets, man. Come on now. You know right. you ain't just like and a, you know that, man. Man. A, a slap will get you shot. A slap will get you shot. And if you ask me. If Chris Rock was going to fight Will Smith, I'll put my money on Will Smith. Okay, oh, well, I'm going to say, I'm gonna say this much, y'all. Like, why, why does he have to get on stage and be worried about somebody coming up and, and slapping him in the face? Nobody, like I said, there are comedians that are way we, we come from, we have a line of comedians way nastier than Chris Rock. I mean, Richard Pryor. Ain't nobody oh, come up on stage and slap this man. Wait, uh, Richard Pryor. Okay, y'all, one at a time. Y'all talking. Let's put it in context, too. I've watched a lot of Richard Pryor. I've watched a lot of comedians. And not every comedian picks on people in the audience. See, That's it's true. about what your gift is and what your talent is and the way in which you do it. When Chris has his stand-up routines, he's not picking on individuals. He's not going that. He might talk about someone like an OJ or something like that or what's in the news and, and speak of it in that terms. But that person ain't necessarily sitting in the audience. I just think that for me, and I've always felt this way when it comes to comedy, if you got to pick on someone that's sitting in the audience, you need to think about your new comedy routine. But that's, that's personal opinion. This is like, that comes with the field, though. Like, okay. where, what, where's the line in comedy? Because like I said, yo, we got art. We got com comedians like today, DC Youngfly, in the stand, like, bitch, 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 you know, make it fun. Like, what's the line? What's the line of comedy? Is it is it when we start to laugh? Is that is that what the line is? I, well, I, 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 okay, y'all. I think that everybody um, is saying the probably really the same thing because I, I feel like we all have a, a a distinct feeling that Chris Rock um, won. Maybe he should have chose better material because it made Jillian, um, it Jada bad. and Will vulnerable to not um, to to take the joke. You know what I mean? Because you're you're not in the comedy club, you're you're in the the, the Oscars, which is an elite, you know, setting. You know what I mean? So you got to be it's careful. You, you, yeah, you, I mean, you, can I say yeah. one thing? Can I just ask one, one question? Because I don't watch the Oscars every year. Like, I didn't like either. <laughs> I'm um, tuning in now. Isn't that kind of the recipe though? Don't they pick on all the stars? They do. They they do. I would just. So, I think it got a little a little testy because he was in the front row. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. you're in the front I'm row. Yeah. And, yeah. and like I said, some of the stars that they pick on when they are talking about it purposefully aren't there. Um, you you okay. know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that's from what I've seen in, in, in the history. So they'll talk about even when Chris picked on Jada before she wasn't there. 
So it wasn't like she's sitting in the audience or whatever. So then the joke kind of went over a little differently because she wasn't physically in the building. So I think, like I said, they had quite a few cringeworthy moments that same night because even down to Regina Hall, she made a crack regarding Will and Jada. She did. Low key, but her and Jada are friends. And so, um, but even Regina patting the guys down, like, did they know that was going to happen? And you feeling them up and down the leg? If that was a male host doing it to a female presenter, would it have come off the same? So it's just, like I said, they do things, they push the envelope. I agree with CG there. I'm not asking any comedian to stop being who they are. I'm just saying, when you look at what the setting is, sometimes it's like, okay, just think about what you're going to say before you say it and you know that type of situation and there's a difference there's a real big difference between jokes and a roast and this is kind of where where you do draw the line you're right as you come out there with your monologue there are things that you may say and incorporate but there's a difference when you're roasting right because that's that's kind of what he did it is in the style of a roast which you know ultimately you know was taken as a disrespect so i I agree that and the, she the, 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 the language and it seems like the standards and what you can say and everything now is like whatever goes in this generation. And I watch, and I'm, by the way, I'm a big, huge, huge fan of uh, 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 Wildin' Out and DC Young Fly. A lot of comedians, I go to the, to the Funny Bone. You're right. They sling that word around. It's a different standard now. You can say things. You know, I mean, like, I don't know when it became acceptable that guys can call women bitches and, yeah. and women are okay with that, but that is actually the, the, the norm now, not just in the stage okay. of comedy. I hear it in cars passing. I hear it as I'm out in society. That's been happening so, for 10 plus yeah. years now. You know, so, it's, it's, so, it's, it's just yeah, so it's, it's, it's different, but again, you know, perception of half of what we said. Um, and that, to me, it sounded more like a roast that I think, um, obviously, not what I think. Will said, "Hey, you crossed the line." That that's why. I, that's what. Let me yeah. tell. You, I mean, let me tell you. And that this, I don't know who said this. But since he went up on the stage and slapped him instead of like punching him, and um, you know, I, I think you gave a bitch slap. A bitch slap. That's a bitch slap he got because he got the open yes. hand. The yeah. open hand. Uh, okay, bitch. I, you playing? I'm playing with you. <laughs> You know what I mean? That's what he. That's what Chris got, and that was Go like, woo. You, I mean, that's Go what he got. Because if, if it was somebody else, they would have been. That it would have been a quick knock to you know what I mean, and that would have been a like, two-piece. yeah, that would have a two piece, a two piece. <laughs> he gave him a two piece, but that was a bitch slap. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that yeah. was like, I'm gonna slap you, bitch. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what he and Kimmy, did. Everybody. Everybody's so surprised because Will walked up there so calmly. We all thought, and he like, walked okay, back when you look at the like, thing. He, he was, was smiling. So right away. That's, that's, that's what made us think that yeah. it was part of kind of like kind of shrugged his jacket a little bit. But as he walked back, you did see he cut his head a little bit just to see if he was coming after him though. You know? But he kind of <laughs> shrugged shoulder, his shoulder. Yeah. He kind of looked back a little bit over his shoulder out of his peripheral to see if Chris was going to come after him. Okay. So, yeah, and, uh, again, and I think he's. CG's point about everybody being targets is fine, but it's usually the nominees that are the target and you're not talking, even if their spouse is in the business, it's the focus is supposed to be on the nominees, not on everybody else. I think if it was a joke about him, whatever it was, he would have taken it. But 
that was the opportunity. Well, I don't know because certain couples gonna say it was teens. I mean, damn near teens, man. I just I just don't understand how this escalated to that point. I don't you know, either. I don't know. You know, I, you know. I, like we said, I don't think we will ever know. You know what yeah, I mean? I, don't think I think that one, we're in a cancel culture, so they didn't cancel Will right now. But Will is very talented. Will is coming back. You you see that they sometimes you got to let the the next big um, escapade happen, and then he'll become you know it'll be non relevant right now. But we're in a cancel culture. We, you get canceled really quick for everything. Do I feel for all the parties? Yeah, I feel for all the parties. So in closing, yeah. y'all guys, I mean, this was a really good episode. I think that everybody was passionate about what was going on. You know, I don't want to say I'm Team Will or Team Jada, Team Chris. I just feel like this. At the end of the day, I hope they all, because um, I'm going to put it out here. People don't understand what goes on behind the closed doors. And, you know, um, opportunities for people of color is always limited. So, you know, we need to bring this together. You know what I mean? We need to bring this together. And like Jay said, let's have a sit down. And I'm sure that they're very smart, you know, and it's going to benefit everybody. I think when they do sit down, because I think they are going to sit down. It's going to be either at that red table or somebody's going to be in as the mediator. Um, but it's going to be where everybody's going to be tuning in because, you know, we all want to know. So going around, I'm going to start with you, James and Pepper. Any final thoughts? Um, I actually would like to speak to the element of shame that is controlling this situation from front to back. Because there is the shame that Will has from his experiences and then the shame he perpetuated in his behavior. Mm -hmm. There is also the shame that now um, Chris has. And, you know, if he didn't have it before, he definitely has it now. And, And shame... Where there is trauma, there is shame, but it's not necessarily the other way around. So if if there is trauma, then we know there is shame. Well, shame is what's controlling a lot of the narrative that we're hearing on all sides of this. Yeah. Yes, yes. When you think right. about what we've spoken here today, did any of us stop to think about where are we projecting shame either from ourselves or that we're perceiving as in the situation? And shame is that thing that is going to make this toxic. So I really appreciated, Jay, when you talked about um, they need to have a restorative conversation. So it's not just about this is all the work I've done. You've done damage again. And now how will you repair and restore from that? Because you have an audience you're accountable to. You have an entire, um, you know, you are accountable to the Oscars. You are accountable to, uh, you know, the Williams family. You were representing them and you let them down and and as well as your fans. So so when you're on that level and like Chauncey said, rich people problems. Right. (laughs) And you also made another great point, Chauncey, about why are you going to bring somebody that you've been working with this on for years? And this is where you still are a hurt boy. If that's what you're going to come with, you know, and so I would, I would, this is where, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say, you need a trauma recovery coach. You need somebody who's informed on what trauma does to the brain, because if he has childhood trauma, I'm going to tell you right now, he has brain damage. There's a part of his brain that is swollen and a part of his brain that is shrunk. So his cognitive (laughs) abilities are lower from jump. It doesn't take as much for him to get out of his window of capacity. Okay. then you add to it that, you know, this is what he does for a living. He has to embody emotions. That's a high demand on your autonomic nervous system, Yep. yep. body emotion. 
And the other side of that is you can't, you can't heal what you don't feel. And if feeling it for the purposes of your muse, then when you're out on a night, you're supposed to be honored and honoring others. And you've perceived something that is an affront or an attack. Your, your trigger is. So, so this, this whole situation, you know, let's, let's remember going forward where we are contributing to the shame factor mm-hmm. All right. because that, that won't be conducive to healing. And that's one thing I am concerned about the, the um, red table talk that's coming up is it's like how much shame is going to be thwarted onto will for this. That mm-hmm. makes it just like, just like uh, CG was saying, how, where, where does, how are you going to heal when the pylon of shame is just bump, bump, bump. And then Chris Rock, who's showing up for him right now? His brother. He cussing everybody out. Oh, yeah. Tony is going off. Yeah. Did he show up for him? He cussing cussing everybody out. Nobody, you will catch that, that act. Woo, Lord. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. And I can appreciate, I can appreciate that situation completely. But was that reaction conducive to restoration and healing? No. No. Or did it further perpetuate shame and trauma? No. It just puts it. So for every, so what you're saying is, for every comedian that was saying, oh, that couldn't have been me and I would have done and I would have done is still not fixing and, okay. and and putting in place something so that it won't happen again. So that's between Will and Chris. OK, right. so let's get let's get let's get James before James. What is your final thought? Well, I I uh, can agree and get my arms all the way around what Pepper's saying, but also the other thing that we can be thankful for about this is that we're having this conversation and ultimately the underlying piece that no one's really touched on. I mean, we kind of hit the margins of it, but toxic masculinity, why do I need to stick my chest out and be a man and beat your ass? Cause you, you, you said something about my, my wife, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe again, I don't have to take another man's dignity in that place. Okay. I don't need to walk upon the stage and bitch like I might feel like beating you up, but I push pause. What was that 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 thing you were telling me yesterday, Chauncey, when we were talking? Um that irks my pause. That irks my pause. <laughs> yeah. So you know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, if you don't have no pause, yeah, you're gonna be reactive. But maybe we need to have a bigger conversation about not being reactive and contributing to a culture of toxic masculinity because we all have been had these things passed down to us through generations, especially as black men. If I can just speak to the black man piece about what a man even is and physicality is a big part of that. Mm-hmm. OK, and take that from somebody that had to fight a lot that. Chauncey can tell you, I was always the littlest guy, but I'm just like you, Kimmy. I'm down to fight. You understand? <laughs> you might you might beat me up, but guess what? You got to bring ass to kick ass. That's right. And, That's right. right. And I'm right. three years old now, and, and I recognize that, that is toxic behavior, and that's all I'm going to say. That's okay, but it feels good sometimes to give a little Oh, for more. sure. For sure. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, T.G., what is your final thoughts? I know we're all hopeful for the hill and everything, but I just think, I think a war was just started. I think a war oh. was just started between, and Will has a lot of fires to put out right now. Um, and, and as I, I mean, it's not as easy as just saying, you know, we're just going to get to the table and talk. Somebody was assaulted 
like slapped. A man was slapped in his face. I'm sorry, but like for me, I, I, I've been slapped in the face by another man. And I'm gonna tell you, I went off. There was no, there was no time to talk about it. I, I just reacted. So I just don't know if, you know, if we're even at this point right now, because you know, everybody's like, Will has so many, the Smiths in general have so many fires to put out. I don't know if they're even ready for that, for that moment to even really say what happened. It's like, you need to go reconcile with a lot of parties before you can even say, you know what, let's even do this, you know, between all of us and Chris. Like, I just think there's so, there's just too many fires to put out right now. I don't even think we've reached the top of this. I mean, just today, like I said, I just read a report that Netflix and Sony have stepped away from Will Smith on a project. We, I don't think we're done with this conversation yet to even get to that point of healing it. But I, I mean, hopefully, you know, we do get there, but I just don't think we're there right now. Johnson? I think it's going to take time. I think with anything, and you can't expect um, immediate gratification. You can't expect immediate resolution. And I believe that um, oftentimes, um, whether it's public people or private people, that people need to deal with things privately first before they deal with things publicly. Because to me, then it will stick. It's more real when you do it that way because they are in the world of make-believe, then they might feel forced to do something quickly and don't, for the first time, not think about the public to deal with your resolution. Deal with your resolution amongst yourselves first. Take the time you need to take to heal from it, to deal with it, and then bring the rest of us in later because um, we don't have to have a resolution right now because, again, it wasn't our situation. And whether he has more um, shows or movies or projects or whatever, it still don't affect us, right? So at the end of the day, if we're fans, then as fans, it's like, all of you need to go heal. You need to reconcile. It might be six months, might be whatever. But when you do it, when you come out on the other side, we hope victory is on the other side so that it's a real victory and not just a make-believe one. Mm-hmm. All right, Jay. Wow. Uh, man, a lot of great closing statements. Um, you know, I was just sitting here and as I was thinking about this whole scenario. It's supposed to be a closing statement. It, Don't try to keep it, it going. Being, I can't get it, off <laughs> I can't get it out. Let me get it out. That it was the Oscars that the smack went down. But I think had it been at a backyard cookout, Ooh. that smack would have went down. Oh. That's when that's the guns would have came out. Ha- the therapist that they have just hasn't been able to peel back those layers to get down into that broken little boy. So I hope through all of this that the light is shined on healing in some form. It may take a while, but I just hope that it is not perceived as now this is a new standard of what protect and love means. So I hope that this is not what's conveyed to our young people, that this is not what protect and love means. Um, That part. And that, uh, you know, in some way that they can seek the help, as you said, to remove the shame of getting help and, uh, and begin the process of healing. Well, I think this was a great episode. Everybody hit their different points. Um, and my final thoughts, again, I hope that Will, Jada, and Chris, and never whatever venue they find, you know, that they get together 
and start the conversation. First, heal because you need to take your separate times to to sort out. You know what I mean? Because you think, why well, you mad at somebody? Sometimes um, a lot of different emotions are are running here. So I hope they get the time they need, and then I hope they come together to be able to talk face to face. And make amends. That's my big thing. Make amends. You know what I mean? You can't go back. Um, and I hear what you're saying too, CG. And that maybe it's not even in front of us. You see what I'm saying? Maybe it's behind the closed doors. But as people, I hope they are able to make amends. Because to your point, CG, it don't make a damn bit of difference what he they do going forward. Because people already got their minds made up. It's just when the next damn event comes where it's going to overshadow this. Because we are in such a toxic environment now people are not looking for the good you know what i mean i'm just saying person for myself i hope they 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 can bring that together they're they're all um people are fond of all three of them you know what i mean in in their own light so you know i wish that they will get um the peace they need because that's the most important thing so um that was a great episode everybody thank you again pepper and james for joining us on the porch um join us every wednesday when we drop a new episode you can catch us on our social media pages instagram facebook and twitter um joining me tonight is my co-host and i'm your girl kimmy and joining me cg this is is your boy jb from nc yay yay and we have pepper and james so Have a good night on purpose, and we'll see you next week.